0: Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast, the internet's finest, you know, mostly sort of college football podcast. I will introduce us, even though you probably know who we are. I'm Spencer Hall, founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday and uh, SB Nation at large person. uh, Joining us, uh, college football editor Jason Kirk. Say hello, Jason. Hey, how y'all been? I mean, we've been pretty good. I I imagine the readers have probably been pretty good, too. College football season winding down. Uh, Lots of other things to do. Lots of outside interests. Like, I mean, Jason, you and I don't have them anymore. No.
1: You know when you said lots, I was like panicking. Like, oh,
0: shit. Was I supposed you, to you have, you have those? You know I was supposed to get those. Is that a company requirement? No, that was not a company requirement. Ryan, however, uh, does have a few interests. He's with us. Ryan Nanny, live from Brooklyn. Say hi, Ryan.
2: Hi. Um, yeah. That, this is why summer reading lists should be for adults and not. Like, kids got to go to school the whole, you know, most of the year. They got to put in all that work. Summer should be a time for them to just sort of do whatever they want, not do extra homework. But summer reading list, that'd be perfect for, like, college football media members. Just be like, yeah, why don't you take a little break and, you know, oh, look, Alice Monroe. Oh, aren't you glad you did something
0: different? Good for you. Great job. Look at that. You got an interest. You did something outside. It's good. You should diversify. Uh, Because we've discussed this, college football, the season itself, It is about as long as it should be.
2: It is the the perfect length, yes.
0: I will hear arguments that it's not distributed properly. For example, that some parts of the universe contain less actual matter than others. That's fine. We've all seen like, you know, week five when we turn up and go, (laughs) (laughs) what the hell is this? But still, though it is not distributed perfectly, it's about the perfect length which you you think that the NFL just like figured this out this year right
2: yeah i think i mean cuz it's important to remember that for the last couple of years before this season at least the NFL was seriously considering adding more games to their schedule they were pushing for 18 games or more preseason Or additional playoff spots like they they really wanted to drag that sucker out even longer and I think this year they sort of like oh well yeah there was there was an entire month where you could have ignored our sport and missed nothing of particular consequence and that doesn't seem ideal so I I think they understand that they have to sit where they are but college football is just clean you know we do what a little over three months Play the, then play the the very short but important playoff games and then we're done.
1: Yeah, like everybody likes having lots of sports on for a long time. Um, look at bowl game ratings if you don't believe me, because people will watch fucking anything. But to me, the best example is that one strike-shortened NBA season from like five years ago or so. The season started right around Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and like it was it was awesome. The NBA season, oh. a nice, short, brief NBA season. Players stay healthy.
2: And that's basically you know, when the NBA season up. starts now anyway. Like, I think the NBA is fully aware that until we get past the holidays, yeah, they're they're just, you know, it's good for the diehards, but everybody else is sort of just trickling in after that.
1: Yeah, like player, like <laughs> veteran players are literally playing themselves into shape for like the first two months of the season. We can lose that. We can lose that two months. Like if college basketball started in mid-January, I would probably pay attention to it. But as it yeah. is, I, I, I don't. Uh, fine. I'll,
0: I'll yeah, watch I I really I don't understand the. I mean, I, I I guess my mental conditioning, my attention conditioning, isn't quite what it should be. My time management skills are off. I have no idea who those people are who in November start double-dosing college basketball and college football. I, You know, you see them float by like, oh man, Villanova looks good. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait. Good God. I can't,
1: yeah, I, I can't even handle the damn scores ticker. Like, know. oh shit, UConn's destroying somebody again. Dear
0: your God, you're putting fries on your sandwich. This is insane. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't, I can't do it. I've never been able to do it. It's not even a matter of age or specialization I've never been able to pay attention to college basketball and, and that goes for march like march is a lot i'm like i don't know I'm sure 64 teams i don't know where any of these people are from that's great it seems to me the, the state of north carolina cares a great deal about this <laughs> so as we enter the off season,
2: and and you're going to think at some point listener man i really wish it was a college football saturday just recognize that the scarcity is part of what makes it so enjoyable the fact that we just get we just get enough it's it's sort of like um you know when they show you a picture of what a normal dinner portion is supposed to look like and you're like oh that's not what i put on my plate but that's because science understands this is what you actually need to feel satiated and if you go overboard you're going to have a bad time and the nfl is like yeah once you have some more you're good come on stuff it in there big boy
1: yeah and the the artificial uh how do, how do I put this the the high demands placed on teams like if you lose more than one game you're done like now you're playing for the damn citrus bowl or something that you don't get that in other sports the packers started the nfl season 3 and 4 and now they are illegitimate contenders for the nfc championship and should probably just not play this game <laughs> on sunday i i don't recall who they're playing um, mm. But no team with, with four or five or however many losses the Green Bay Packers have um, should be allowed to compete for the Super Bowl. That would never happen in a sport as pure as college football.
0: Yeah, additionally, I do, I do like this. I enjoy that there are a number of people in the NBA who don't really even start playing until like three weeks before the playoffs. I enjoy this. I enjoy that there are actual differences between... Like, I love and I know that this is going against what we argued, but there is one place where I love it. It's in the NBA, because in the NBA, you get the Spurs, who will come to town, people will buy tickets to watch them, and they will sit five of their most important players because they are managing the season. I love the open contempt for the viewer. (laughs) that That is, like, San Antonio signs three guys out of the Greek League to play the last two weeks of the season, because they're like, no, we got to see. We're good.
2: You know what? If the if the season was, I don't know, 60 games instead of 82, I bet you they wouldn't do that shit.
0: Uh, I bet might. they still would okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Duncan would play about 40 years. I know. It's in 52-year-old Tim Duncan, 12, 10, and 8 every single night, thanks to the good time management. Plus,
2: plus switch, switch to the other side. If you root for a shitty team... Think about how much nicer it is to have a short season. My God, like if if think about the
1: luxury of being Notre Dame football fan right now.
2: If you were a Missouri, if you were a Missouri fan this year, this nothing was fun about this year in Missouri football. But it got it finished. It wrapped up. (laughs) That shit was done. If you were an Oregon fan, like you got to just go straight to the coaching search part. It was you didn't have to drag it out for an extra two months.
0: Mm. Hmm. You know we should probably. We discuss something Oregon-related. I think it'd be a nice segue here. Don't Nicely understand. done, Ryan. Good job, hey, Ryan. Thanks. Yeah, that's good. Uh, if you did not see earlier this week, uh, over the weekend, uh, workouts at the University of Oregon, conducted by the new strength and training staff, they, they had, um, I don't want to say the desired effect, the designed effect, the, in, the inadvertently designed effect. The, predict- the players,
2: predictable but yeah. unfortunate effect.
0: Yeah, 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 because uh, uh, Ariel Odorende, the strength coach, has been suspended after three of them went to the hospital with rhabdomyolysis. Rhabdomyolysis. This term may sound familiar to you, It's uh, especially if you have been suckered into the grand cult that is CrossFit, which uh, I think two out of the three of us on this podcast have been, correct? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's okay. We've We've all been there. Like, wh- why, are, why are you going to be ashamed of living through a time
2: J- I that, that's mean, why you live through I history? Feel, I feel like Jason worked in a grocery store for long enough that he didn't need it.
1: Yeah, I moved pallets and bags of ice and stuff. That's mm, the same. You, and, and lifted very dangerously, like standing <laughs> on a stack of milk crates mm, and like hoisting a 40-pound bag of dog food. That's CrossFit, that, right?
0: That's definitely CrossFit. Did you, a, did you do it a lot with poor coaching?
1: Oh, no coaching whatsoever.
0: Oh, that's even more, man. That's even more and, libertarian and, and, and fitness.
1: At like four fifteen a.m. Like, yeah. Oh, still this still is asleep. this is
2: extremely. Cross- now, now, did you pay a lot of money to do this? Uh, well, the thing is, they paid me. No, sorry, so, not not CrossFit. Mm, no, yes, sorry. It's
1: poser, poser, CrossFit now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Odorinde's been suspended because three of them had rhabdo. Rhabdo, uh, you may be familiar with if you uh, have done CrossFit, uh, kind of a lurking ghost in the CrossFit community. From time to time, somebody would turn up for rhabdomyolysis, and a reporter would get very excited about it because uh, it's a story of somebody working too hard and of muscle tissue being broken down in the body through stress. Basically, that's, what happens is your stomach falls out of your butt. That's, that's Jason's not a doctor. He's not a medically licensed professional in any sense of the word, nor a trainer. But correct. But he,
2: but he also didn't pay to do CrossFit, so he's more qualified mm. than you or I.
0: In in knowledge, no; in judgment, yes. Okay, fair. So it, this is this is he has been suspended, which uh, this is this is not an unfamiliar issue to college football.
2: Now, how long ago do you think this strength and conditioning coach was hired?
0: Mm. um i'm gonna guess six weeks
1: jason do you have a guess well the previous strength coach was there for like a decade or two because at oregon they tend to hang on the coaching staffs for really really long times
2: he'd he'd been there for 30 years so
1: yeah yeah so they were still doing like um they were still wearing like warm-up socks and like headbands and Jack LaLanne.
2: They were doing all the yeah, Jack yeah, LaLanne yeah. shit. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. They, they were doing squat squat jumps and doing deadlifts with like the hex bar. Yeah. To,
2: to, today, January seventeenth, uh, when we're recording this podcast, is his sixth day on the job. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like shit, man! You, holy hell! Do you even know the names of the players you just sent to the hospital?
1: like walked in the door and just stabbed somebody on your first it's Oregon it's not
0: jail no wait he had been on the job six days today correct correct yeah so I that, mean so that means like first workout yes
1: yeah 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 because you know even though the coaching staff has been there you know players they didn't have ball practices so winter you know winter winter uh winter drills is the first uh, hands-on experience there and the uh there was a perhaps coincidental but it sure seemed like a complimentary piece it was a report and i believe oregon live about um oregon players basically how they got so bad like the lack of discipline in the program last year right um Mm -hmm. And you know, lots of players skipping workouts, leaving workouts without even breaking a sweat, stuff like that. You go from that to a dude who is implementing—it's um, described as military, you know, military-grade workouts. Your your butt might fall off.
2: I would. Um, I like. I like that to think that our podcast can occasionally have educational value. So I've gone to WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to read you some of the other ways in which you can. Uh, contract this particular syndro- muscular syndrome Okay. Uh, a crush injury such as from an auto accident fall or building collapse
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, long lasting muscle compression such as that caused by prolonged Im- immobilization uh, after a fall or lying unconscious on a hard surface so mm-hmm. like if you were uh, C-Lab 2021 uh, you got cr- cr- trapped by a vending machine that tipped over
0: or if uh, you were Peter, if you're Peter O'Toole, you sure. pass out real hard on a concrete platform. Yeah,
2: electrical shock injury, lightning strike, or third degree burn. Mm-hmm. Ven- venom from a snake or insect bite, and um, the use of alcohol or illegal drugs such as heroin, cocaine, or amphetamines. Oh
1: hell yeah, the good shit.
2: So <coughs>
1: that's how I get so, my revenue.
2: so. So Oregon players. A week into a week into their new strength coach had this it's as if he <laughs> dropped a building on them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so hit it. It.
0: I, I'm here to
1: hit your ass with a lightning bolt. Literally.
0: Yeah. I call I call this workout the eighty six quake. Yeah. Strength, it, I, I, gentlemen,
1: I'd like to introduce you to your new strength coach, Pikachu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's calling you a bitch. Yeah. The the thing, too, I, I feel a little bad. A little bad, okay, for the strength coach. I feel much worse for the three players in the hospital. I'd like to make that clear, okay? Yeah, that's I have, bad. We, yeah, we think that's, bad. that's real bad. He should be suspended. Yeah, maybe fired. I don't know. It's y'all's call, okay? He seems to feel real bad about it, and his boss seems to be doing all the right corrective things. Bad things happened and somebody's trying to do the right thing afterwards, okay? It's not optimal, but it's what they're left with at the moment, okay? Uh, So I hope the three three players are okay. I feel a little bad for the strength coach because I imagine he's probably done this workout before. Oh, man, I hope he has, because if he hasn't, that's going to come out in court. But he's probably done this workout before, and he probably got there, and football players don't tell you when they're hurting at all. This isn't their fault, but they won't tell you because they're terrified of all of the horrible things that are just a, a, like a fact of life being labor, unpaid labor in a football program, right? There's somebody behind you. You can get cut. He's a new coach. You can get cut. And this guy comes in and does this horrible workout, and three of the players get rabbed, And he's like, well, this has never happened before. Well, chances are it was going to happen. But now it's happened, buddy. And on your sixth day on the job, you're suspended, and three players in the hospital with what hopefully won't be permanent damage to their kidneys. Has this happened before, dear listener? Oh, oh, it has. It's happened. It's happened on a much worse level.
2: And it was just one paving stone on the way to the Rose Bowl.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because?
1: Huh. Yeah, it was about four years before.
0: Yeah. 2011. 2011. 2011. At Iowa, a workout around the same time of year, uh, which in this case was, uh, among other things, a body weight back squat. You had to put your body weight, whatever that happened to be, onto a bar and squat it 100 100 times. I think you were time limited to like 17 or 20 minutes, something like that. Um, Have you ever done uh, that, that, that many heavy squats in a short span of time? Either of you. Oh, yeah. Like every day. Yeah. I just, yep. I'm doing it right now, actually. Which, you sound great, man. Thanks. Your form sucks on the internet. <laughs> Whatever you doing it's wrong.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, your, your forum sucks. I'm deadlifting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wrong.
1: <laughs> the fitness Reddit just follows you around <laughs> all day. <laughs>
0: our, our fitness and guys who went to eight CrossFit lessons are paid for certification following you around going, yeah, his form sucks. Yeah, that guy's Benedict Magnuson, and he can actually deadlift like 980 pounds. Yeah, man, but look at his knees. They're raw. Anyway, so it was that. And uh, after this workout, which had a couple of other elements, 13 Iowa players were hospitalized. Cool. 13. 13, not three. Oregon suspending some guy for three. Okay. And again, I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, that constitutes some kind of professional malpractice on the trainer's part if three of your guys are getting a rhabdo. Okay? So what's 13? 13. Efficient? Uh, it's more. Oh. I'm, I'm saying it's definitely more. Okay. Than three.
2: Uh, Can we, I, I, I don't – listen – we don't want to just be preachy. We don't want to just pretend like we no. know everything because we have bad ideas too. Uh, we learned before we started recording that you yourself had a terrible workout idea that you, it sounds like fairly seriously considered this past season.
0: I did. And, and I think this is a, this, this is a good way of transitioning out of it. By the way, before we get off that, he gave that the uh, Kirk fans, gave that strength coach coach, the, uh, the assistant of the year, basically like in an awards banquet. Like three months after that happened. Gave him assistant of the year. Go
2: Hawks! Well, listen, listen. If if you're grading it on the scale of who improved most over the course of the season, I think I think he earned it.
0: Yeah, no more guys got it, right? Yeah. That's 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 man, that's like better than one hundred percent improvement if nobody else got it. It's amazing. The question from readers, and we're gonna answer a few of those tonight. It's from Brian Miles at Brian M on Twitter. What is the dumbest workout regimen? Oh, we got some, got some answers. Okay, uh, but I do have one that I thought of. I kind of thought of uh, if you, if it were possible to bike across the United States and hit a town with a game in it, right? Like an actual FBS game, uh, moving west to east or east to west. We've tried it both ways, and um, I thought, you know, you could, could, would it be possible to bike? Because, you know, you go a little bit faster on a bike than you think. Maybe. I don't know. A (laughs) little. Maybe some of you out there are like, dude, I can go like 30 miles an hour on a bike. This is like no problem. Yeah, you're not going 30 miles an hour on a bike.
2: Your form sucks too.
0: Yeah, your form. Dude, your form's just, it's ass. It's just so bad. You're going to hurt your back. So I thought about, could you do this? So we tried to like line it up. And it's really actually a better question to say, could I get to three games this way? (laughs) do you like and then i thought oh maybe we could just do a conference because it takes a long time like if you started on the west coast to go west to east it takes forever to get out of the west it just takes forever getting out of the pac 12 alone before you factor in weather elevation whatever you're pulling where you're gonna sleep Right, whether you're going to be eaten by wolves.
2: Everything you're describing is taught to you at a young age in the computer game, The Oregon Trail. Yeah. All of it.
0: And what usually happened to you in Oregon Trail?
2: You died of dysentery.
0: You start as the banker. <laughs> yeah, you start as the banker, oh, undoubtedly. Listen, Boy, Jason, let, let not me a you.
2: Letter. Nobody who works in online media is starting as the fucking banker.
0: Let me no, tell you, if, you, if there's you, a, it's the easiest. If there's an American lesson, start, start as the as banker. The banker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is, Everything what is, you need to know about success in America. What did 2016 tell you? It's a lot easier if you start as the banker. <laughs> um, but even then, they die of dysentery. That's that's the lesson, because you can't get, like, I thought if you start, oh, you could start in Eugene, and then week two, you could get to nowhere. You, you, go, to Port <laughs> yeah, you can go to Ballas. Yeah, you could go to Ballas, buddy. That's you it. That's that,
2: and, and boom, now you live in Oregon. You're not coming <laughs> home. <laughs> and
0: then you could go back to Eugene. <laughs> just just what, what, man? I never, I mean, I kind of I thought about going to Eastern Washington, but whoo, that's a long way. They don't, have, they don't have college football in Bend. Also, there's no real good way to do it because you can't go south because you'd have to go, like, there's just so many logistical issues. So I started to think about, you know, like, okay, this is obviously the dumbest workout ever to attempt to do this. I still don't know if it's the dumbest workout. It's a real dumb workout idea, but it's not the dumbest. Now, um, bicycling. Is that a thing that you do?
1: Because I've, ne- I've never heard about this.
0: Yeah, it's a quiet thing. It's a, it's a quiet thing. It's quiet. Okay.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. we got a sneaky biker.
2: I think the dumbest workout is whatever workout is in a magazine related to a movie. If a movie star did it to be like, if you're like, oh. He did it for 300 Well, shoot. No. Don't do that workout. That is a workout yeah. a man did to specifically look a certain way when it was his job and he was being paid millions of dollars to do it. It is not for you, person with a desk job. It is not for you at we've
0: all. Just, we've, yeah, any celebrity workout, any any celebrity workout, it's just not like, you no no. Yeah, no. I did the
1: I did the How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days workout. <laughs> probably
0: would like those guys probably like it's probably sad if you went and looked at the workout regimens of people who were in movies that you didn't think required workouts, right? Like I seem to remember a story about Drew Barrymore and Charlie's Angels working out like three hours a day, and like she still she still looked normal. She still looked like a normal person, this right? Is,
2: but this is why the '80s were great because you'd go see Indiana Jones, and you know Harrison Ford takes his shirt off, and you'd be like. Oh, there's no muscle definition there at all. Just hair.
0: Hey, oh, he worked do with this. Jake. He worked, hey, for Temple of Doom, he worked with Jake the Body. Okay? He worked really hard.
2: And and is that widely regarded as the worst of the three?
0: Correct. The one where he looked the one where he actually tried. But here's a long list of workouts that you shouldn't ever try. Don't ever try a celebrity workout. Ever. Ever. Just don't. Don't try the Wonder Woman workout. I looked it up. You know, just because one day you're like, I don't know, man, which like the Wonder Woman workout looks pretty brutal. It is. It's really brutal. Don't ever do a 300 workout ever. Don't ever do a Jim Jones workout. Don't ever do a workout that you pulled at random with someone's name attached to it. Like, oh, God, the American sniper workout. Don't Jim, Jim Jones workout. That's just miming basketball shots. Uh,
2: I, I thought you were going with a different Jim, Jim Jones. and I was very worried
1: oh yeah shit. no 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 no, no. that is third on the list of jim jones workouts.
2: now now you can do a celebrity workout but you have to pick carefully like if i saw the john lovett's workout yeah i'd give that a go
0: mm, the brian dennehy workout all over the brian dennehy workout whatever john travolta whatever john travolta does
2: the brian yeah. cox workout that sounds great <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> that'd be awesome Oh, don't, don't ever do – and by the way, don't ever do a workout that you just pull randomly off of uh, a website. I don't know. I'll just pick one at random like Muscle and Fitness, T Nation. Don't do it. Just do not, especially if they say things like a harrowing 13-week cycle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how we talk about drugs.
0: <laughs> a, de- a devastating 12-week cycle journey that's how we talk about like foreclosure
2: if your if your workout if the description of your workout would also fit somebody's uh struggle to deal with chemotherapy it's not a good workout
0: (laughs) if it has a russian's name in it no (laughs) that's a big no (laughs) like yitvininkov smolov (laughs) ignyatev no
2: kasparov is okay
0: yeah, the Kasparov workout is yeah, fine. fine. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Like, it's a little light ice skating. That's it, at best. In addition to, like, staring at a, at a board for hours at a time. But otherwise, don't mess with a workout that has a Russian's name. In fact, don't mess out. Don't mess with a workout that has a name. This gets into CrossFit. They're so like, oh, have you ever done Linda? No, fuck Linda. I don't even want to know Linda. You don't want to do Murph. Don't do a workout that's for the troops don't do it you're not troops chances are right if you are cool thank you if but you're probably not don't do workouts that are commemorative don't do workouts that have random numbers in their names just don't right like mm, the 569 oh yeah it's 5.69 that's yeah don't do it if anyone offers it to you just throw it back at them
2: what we're so... saying is nordic track only <laughs>
0: Acceptable workouts for somebody who is Shutdown
2: Fullcast is not sponsored by any company except Nordic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll put on for Nordic track. Maybe jog to the fridge
0: and do some sit ups. And yeah, here. Like like honey, why don't you, you wanna you wanna lift weights? Okay, cool. Why don't you just here take it take go go do some starting strength, do one cycle, do it real light. There you go just do that and, and you know what don't don't try much else don't yeah and, and this is before you even get to diet don't don't ever like don't ever do diet with a name to go with all this because guess what two weeks later you'll put one or the other and it won't work you're like this bulking diet's really bullshit you're like yeah you're huge <laughs> what did you stop working out yeah i can't do both
2: i'm doing the It's workout with the steve buscemi diet it's not going great <laughs>
0: Let's listen this Jack Black workout. It's amazing. (laughs) He got pretty fit though, relatively. Yeah, but you know what, man, I sympathize because he's—you'll understand. Like you've seen football players too, um, who—they're just going to have a belly at all. Like I remember Charles Lee was a wide receiver for the Bucks a while ago, like probably now eight years ago. He had kind of a gut, even though he was like a wide receiver, and he's like, yeah, it's just never gone away. Like he's never. (laughs) And that's kind of what Jack Black is. You're like, you're always just kind of going to look like that, man. That's that's peak. You look like big, thick. You'll look like a bigger version of that. It's medium. Like it's it's, it's
2: medium key thick. I would say. Yeah. And and I can say that as a medium key thick person.
0: Yeah, that's why I really like. Uh, that's why I really like professional wrestlers, who go out, you know, easily two forty in beer weight bikini, mankini, trunks. Like yeah, man, reclaim the male form. <laughs> Here we go. That's that's where you're at. That's really like goal wise. That's what you should consider yourself. So that's the the dumbest workout regimen. Pretty much all of them, Brian. That's the answer. Should I tell? I shouldn't tell everybody what my off season project is, right?
2: Do you have an off season project?
0: Uh, I have a couple. Oh Jesus! But one of them one of them involves my body.
2: Oh gee, oh boy, that's.
0: I think this is this is the this is the photo essay, right? Uh no, better better. The, the nudes will come later. They're part of it. The coach Ryan Napoli is the strength coach for the North Dakota State Bison. Is somebody driving a truck.
1: <laughs> there are um there's a series of planes. Oh my uh, god, prop if,
0: planes. Are you in 1942? Plane I don't chase. know what the. F- if I go dark, um, just
1: tell them go Falcons. But I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is happening here.
0: Um, you're you're being attacked by the Germans. <laughs> being attacked by World War One, the Kaiser.
2: Yeah, Sno- <laughs> Snoopy's coming for that ass. The Red Baron.
0: <laughs> go kick a dachshund, buddy. He'll show the Kaiser. The, but I Coach Ryan Napoli is the strength, assistant strength coach for the North Dakota State Bison. And on Twitter, me being a smart person, I was going through a review of strength coaches, as I'm wont to do from time to time. And um, I noticed that he looked like a bear. He just, he does. He, he looks like a bear. So... I pointed that out and we started talking on Twitter because he didn't kill me after I pointed out that he looked like a bear because he looks like a bear. And he's going to put together a 10-week program for me.
1: <sighs> well, yeah. we, we we loved you. Um, we will honor your memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we will, and, um,
2: uh, in other news, the Shutdown vocast will be seeking a new co-host... For twenty seventeen season.
1: Knock out our season preview series just to get Spencer on the record. Like like you know, like when you have a, a really long movie series and you have kind of an old actor, you know, like, well, maybe you we ought to film all of Gandalf scenes right now.
2: Dumbledore Dumbledore's uh gonna be lifting, so we're gonna go ahead and knock these out.
1: Spencer's gonna be CGI this season.
0: <laughs> you could do the clutch cargo thing they did with Bruce Lee and Game of Death where it's a picture of me, but it's one of your mouths moving like, hey, how
1: you doing? <laughs> well, do the thing they did in the in the in the in the rogue one where like totally different person. Just yeah, just draw draw your face on him. Which yeah, which
2: one do you want us? Which I mean, there have been a lot of Spencer's. Do you want us to use current long beard Spencer? Do you want us to go back to shut down full back days? No beard Spencer? Do you want I, there was a, I think Spencer bald
0: Spencer in there?
2: Spencer. Yeah.
0: We I think be, I think bearded is easier because you, you, you don't have to match any facial similarities. Really. That's, true I'm, that's, saying, that's I'm,
2: true. I'm just saying there's a possibility we can make an entire guess who game out of your different looks over the last, what, five years.
0: You know, it's worked to keep the feds off me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, the, for the moment, but yeah, I have a 10 week program that this guy's put together. And in addition to all of the other sort of elements of the thing, he he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have like a really good arm workout twice a week because you know you gotta have that. <laughs> like I just like that. On top of everything else, it was like, mm, no, you need beefy arms. That's, <laughs> like, that's not like this guy's a professional in the field, and even he's like, no, no, man, you gotta have some ripped arms. <laughs> like no, you know, okay, here's everything you'll obviously need. And, you know, to get your goals. And then on top of that, man, uh, you know, my trademark is beefy arms. You're like, I don't need beefy No, you got to have some beefy arms. So,
2: so in 2017, look for a unnecessarily muscular man biking around SEC towns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> biking biking, and cursing and going seven miles an hour uphill between here and Columbia, South Carolina. That
2: mostly shaved bear can really move. <laughs>
0: That, you know, senior citizens are so active these days.
2: Um, all right. I'm going to take a different question. This is from Terrapin Trombonist at K Butts. Is Mike Gundy growing a mullet to embarrass his kid the most dad thing ever?
0: Mm. Here's, here, up there. It's, here's it's my initial
2: as... thought. Growing it to embarrass his like embarrassing a family member by a sartorial or personal hygiene choice is not particularly dad here's what makes it dad drawing it out to absurd lengths like if you did this for a week or a month that could be very brother cousin even mom but the the minute where you decide like no i am going all in on this and i am not blinking and i am not backing down even if it is against my own benefit that is what makes it truly dad
0: yeah, I think the acknowledgement that there's only so many stimuli and, and elements in your kids' life you can make one of them irritating, it's so much more significant than if they make one irritating in yours. Because you're an adult. You've got hundreds of irritants in your life every single day. A kid's environment's much smaller. They've only got, like, you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're maximizing yourself.
2: Yeah, so and when, really... that, that It's you and when the PlayStation network goes down. That's it.
0: Right. So so really like the real dad element is saying man I am so important in my kid's life I've oriented everything around them you know I've given everything to them and I'm going to fucking grow a mullet just to piss this <laughs> little fucker off like the that's other,
2: yeah the that's other amazing. dad th- the other dad thing about this is talking about it a lot in public
0: like I feel like <laughs> No, da- I don't hate it. In fact, I love it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dads, dads are way more willing to embarrass you in public. Not necessarily because they think you'll learn something from it, but just because they think it's fucking funny.
0: Yeah, and that you get other people in on the joke, too. Oh, yeah. This is, this is when it all... You, you, dad's already won. He's just running up the score to an absurd point, right? This is also proof to me that Mike Gundy does not let his kids win games in the great oh Oh,
1: no no chance no
0: not one not a damn one right like this is that monopoly game it's going on till 3 a.m there will be no concessions no you got
2: you got you got got properties and mortgages there what are you doing quitting that ain't that's not the american dream you keep going
0: what do you mean you can't really win cards against humanity (laughs) oh oh we will (laughs) Dad, you're going to church. You've actually taught us not to say any of this. It's actually a really racist and offensive game. I don't care. I got this.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, like, the serious dad thing is, like, you're teaching your kid a lesson, you know, like, all this crap you care, like, your fellow high school kids, what they think about you. Well, you'll never see those people ever again so long as you live. You know, like, that's sort of the serious lesson: is like none of this being cool stuff matters. Um, but that's not really, <laughs> that's not really <laughs> the issue here. This is uh, to use the term: this is just trolling. Um, and once you reach a certain
0: age, it's really, it's really like I half mean, I of want what you, you have I, to live for. I want you to think about it. A kid gets up every day, and he, you know, wakes up. and Dad's like, "Hey, I can take you to school," and it's just sitting there on his shoulders, right? Like it's every minute. That's the brilliance of it. It doesn't go away. It doesn't have, he doesn't have to do anything. The mere presence of it's offensive. It's glorious. I admire this more now than when we first started talking about it. This is brilliant.
2: And that's why you are the true dad.
0: Oh yeah. I got a, yeah, well, I'm also my dad's son. So <laughs> the, the, the mildly antagonistic to seriously antagonistic thing. Oh yeah. That's in the genes, man. I can't do anything about that to am, am I gonna annoy my kids on purpose already do It's
1: already happening. see this is a tricky one because Spencer has two boys and and boys are just wild animals from the minute they're born, whereas my daughter she has basically she has the exact same sense of humor as me and is like totally perfect person to be around for about five more years at which point then I will join in on this,
0: yeah. And that's—it's going to take some time. Whereas boys, man, from the jump.
2: Well, this is this is assuming the hellscape part of Atlanta that you guys live in is even around.
0: That's true. We'll all have
1: fled to the mountains by then from all the burning. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The burning crime.
2: The the burning crime. You know, the guns that shoot flame.
0: The crime, crime burn, crime burns. Yeah, to the wholesome, to the wholesome mountains where the air is clean.
1: To, like, somewhere safe, like Manhattan. Somewhere,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: that's why they have the lasers at Stone Mountain to keep away the, the f- flame crime. That's mm-hmm. true.
0: It's the only safe spot in Atlanta, actually, is Stone Mountain. It's like The Walking Dead. You got to go in. You got to surrender to the great laser gods, and they'll protect you. The question that I want to ask next is from at Jones of Thrones, Adam Jones on Twitter. What FBS coach most resembles James Kahn in the program? From a quote, "No real proof he knows X's and O's." Unquote POV. Hmm, I got an answer, and it's real good.
2: I do too, but I don't feel very nice about it. So you go first.
0: The James Franklin.
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Yep, that's
0: that's everybody's first answer is James Franklin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um, can we pitch less miles in here? Because he was a coordinator for three years, like 20 years ago. And otherwise, no real evidence he has ever called plays. And, and you know, offensive coordinators go in, they don't come out. That was the LSU, you know, that was the
0: LSU program. Um, I mean, yeah, if we're not doing current, yeah, that's, he's right, totally, right, right, you can throw him in there. That's fine. It's current yeah. enough. I mean, I got another answer, too, to show you how important really knowing X's and O's is. Uh, your current national champion coach. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, has he ever been a coordinator?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be negative. Negative, <laughs> Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, he's he's never been a coordinator. And uh, look, look how that worked out. In fact, you know, I, I, I know for a fact that he knows... A bit about X's and O's. Well, Urban Meyer was never a coordinator. Never. He might have serious input, but he was never a coordinator either, right? But I when I think it about back, it, too, I take it
1: back. Dabo was listed as Clemson's OC for 2008, which um, mm. not 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 his best season at Clemson. That yeah, was the one, that was you know that was a transition year.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I yeah I, I think that might be that might be titular. And I'm sure, by the way, when we say no real proof he knows X's and O's, all the people that we have cited could blow us out of the water, right? Like, it would not be close, James Franklin included. Oh, and for guys who don't know real X's and O's, James Franklin, uh, what did he do this past year? Oh, hired a new defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator who are both pretty, pretty damn good. So that's how you get to do this. If you're just like, oh, yeah, that's not my thing, but I know people who can do it. I got a guy. Yeah, oh, sure. What, uh, you need offense? I got an offense guy. I got an
2: offense guy in Fordham. It's cool.
0: Yeah, no, I got a tutties guy. We'll get him in. Get some tutties for you. (laughs) Use authentic Penn State lingo. Czar of tutties. Czar of tutties. That's what we'll call him. You calling him, James? Nope. Don't know a thing about him. No guy who knows him, though. I got a guy who calls guys. (laughs) That's it. What do you do here? I tell that
1: guy... To to call the guy who calls the calls the guy.
0: I look into a seventeen year old stranger's eyes and tell him I love him, and he doesn't think it's <laughs> weird to call the cops. <laughs> In fact, he follows me back to state college, Pennsylvania. That's that's the magic I bring here. Big ten champs. Questions.
1: Um, from Alt Middle Ryan on Twitter, Ryan M Rust. I guess the Alt Middle like like memes about like being nice to people. I don't know. What is the most overrated college football mascot? Hmm. I have a personal opinion that it is Brutus the Buckeye, um, because it's just a fucking head.
0: It, 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 there's no real personality behind it, right? Like,
1: yeah, it's taken on the personality of like it thinks it's part of the team. like because which? it doesn't it doesn't have the costume and it's wearing gloves. No one knows why.
2: I do like the old, I do like the old, real old Brutus though, that looks like a kind of like a curling stone with legs.
0: Yeah, no, no, no the real evil looking one.
2: That one, that yeah. one was kind of weird and sort of had like an HR Puffin stuff look to it, which I appreciate it.
0: Well, I mean, when you look at, when you look at like, you know, mascots, because you could just say like mascots that obviously suck. Like, I will always go after Willie the Wildcat at K-State because they actually try to protect the intellectual property of Willie the Wildcat, which is, like, exactly 23 cents of intellectual property. It's just a head you slap onto a dude. There's not even, like, a lot of effort. Like, at least Goldie the Gopher has sleeves, right, and legs that are supposed to look like gopher fur. But But, yeah, they actually try to protect it. But if you want to talk about, like, mascots that just don't contribute much despite having, like, seriously, like... You know, publicly lauded value. Um, Big Al doesn't do much for me at Alabama. Like I always think, a mascot at Alabama is just sort of unbecoming. It's like fun. It's like it's like putting a bow tie on a tank. It's wrong.
2: The trunk is disturbingly floppy. I've never liked that.
1: Yeah, you, you'd but, like a
0: more rigid
1: trunk.
2: Well, it just looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it looks. It, it looks like he just jumped off. All right.
1: like should it have like a like a
0: mace on the end of it
2: (laughs) yeah sure it should be like a stegosaurus tail
0: yeah i mean like al doesn't have much person like i feel like the duck is the archetypical mascot because Yeah. yeah it's a terrifying it's a terrifying donald duck that runs around and with its manic eyes sort of takes on its own personality of like yeah i don't know what that thing's gonna do and i'm a little terrified of it right I don't, yeah. think there's, I don't think there's much to... Or Sparty. Like, Sparty has such a flat affect in the way he looks that it's hilarious, right? And they all know how to play him. Or even Sebastian, right? Sebastian the Ibis, you know, Sebastian the Ibis got arrested by the cops. He can't do any wrong for the rest of, like, the existence of that mascot. That's fine.
2: I but there's think, no... Ad- I do think any school where you have the live mascot and the costume version... I've always found that like a little – like Texas has a costumed Bevo, right? But they also have Bevo, and I just don't yep. understand what the point of that is. Like if you're just going to ha- – like Colorado should just have Ralphie. They don't also need a costumed man in a buffalo. I- I- it-, it seems superfluous to me.
1: It makes sense at Georgia because – Well,
2: What's it makes it? sense at Georgia because Ugga's like, oh, you want me to go all the way over there? Hell no.
1: Right, because it's easier to keep the human in the suit alive.
0: In eighty-eight to ninety-five to one hundred and five degree heat, yeah, it's much much easier. I would also say that in terms of overrated mascots, yes, in Ohio State, yes, to Alabama, Mike, like the 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 plush Mike at LSU, I don't know, he does good work. He does. He tries. He brings props and stuff. He's the prop comic of college football mascots. Yeah, he'll do
1: costumes. I like a, I like a themed costume mascot.
0: Yeah, he does. He does like two or three for Halloween, right? Like, that's entertaining. Minnesota's to that. mascot also to be does this. sort of this. self-aware. Mascots kind of have to be self-aware, right? And Yeah, yeah. Minnesota's mascot yeah, gets all in on and, Halloween. Yeah, Goldie and Bucky have their... They'll wrestle and stuff. And has the, the wrestling match with Bucky forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, like, I don't think you get much out of Obby.
2: No, you don't, especially because they have an eagle.
0: Well they they have an eagle and then they have this kind of like, you know, sorta of tiger thing. Yeah, it's yeah. With poorly groomed whiskers, it just doesn't I mean, yeah, sure, it it looks a little cletus y. Like if if a tiger could be Cletusish, it would be Aubie the tiger. You just don't get much out of now, it. Now
2: I think the cruelest mascot in college sports, and I have to say that because it's not football related is St. Joe's uh, College Basketball, the Hawk, because the university's motto, um, the Hawk will never die, requires that this mascot has to flap its wings nonstop throughout every basketball game, including during halftime.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. There's no reason for that. No. (laughs) Hawks, Hawks take breaks. That's ridiculous. Also, what if he's just dormant? What if he's just chilling? What does sitting have to do with dying?
2: It's not a shark. Jesus. (laughs) I
1: I know, it doesn't have gills. Sorry, we're thinking of sharks?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, you you were thinking of (laughs) sharks.
1: (laughs) Glad we cleared that up. Glad we cleared that up.
0: Yeah, uh, so yeah, in short, I'm okay with Brutus being that, especially because he thinks he's part of the team but doesn't really have the sort of expression. Like, maybe if they change the expression on his face, but it's sort of pairs with Ohio State football, that they would have sort of an unfunny mascot. They're kind but of an like, unfunny program.
1: The, the one good thing about Brutus is when Ohio State loses, and he's still got that stupid grin on his face. <laughs> 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 kind of like, slumping through, like, you know, like, like Clemson players are celebrating, and, oh, here comes well, Brutus is trying to, you know, walk in such a way that his idiotic face t-
0: it isn't ironic, which that's, that's where- hard. If you remember when South Carolina pulled a fake pun on, on Georgia, and I believe what two thousand eleven,
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Harry Dog, Harry Dog has this perpetual look of dissatisfaction and anger on his face, right? He right? Goes, sort of he like, goes a, he goes, like a like
2: p- a villain in a Popeye cartoon,
0: right? <laughs> so when this happened, and a two hundred and seventy pound defensive end scores on a fake punt, right? He runs past him in the end zone and Harry Dog throws his hands up on his ears. He in surrender, the surrender cobras. Place. But he looks like the look is perfect. Like, oh again. <laughs> 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 like the look is the look is perfect. Whenever Sparty whenever Sparty whenever Michigan State starts Spartying it up.
2: <laughs> right? Oh yeah, because Sparty looks like his butthole's super clenched. Which is perfect for michigan state man i think that's that's
1: ideal this yeah, is ne- this next is time
2: perfect. you see sparty just imagine him saying don't poop don't poop don't poop
0: don't poop
1: <laughs> yeah uh, and and and, and purdue pete just always looks kind of shocked and horrified
0: <laughs> purdue pete just got pulled out of a shipping container containing the bodies of every family member he ever knew or loved <laughs> like that's him Purdue Pete's always in his focal moment as a serial killer, right?
2: Some 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 say living was the true death sentence.
0: <laughs> That's perfect for Purdue, man. That's great. Don't change a thing. You know, Kentucky's mascot looks like they just made it before the game, right? Like, whoa, look, it's just a wildcat. And I don't know, they taped some eyes to it. That's perfect. It's great. <laughs> Louisville's mascot looks like it's like angrily watching its entire life savings being lost on a single horse, which again, perfect for Louisville. And perfect. UC-
2: UCLA's mascot just sort of has a blank stare, like, wait, were we supposed to, what? Oh, man, what happened?
0: Yeah, I guess I'll walk over to the stadium. Wait, it's in Pasadena? <laughs> he's, he's, oh, it's, man. It's like,
2: as bear mascots go, UCLA's is, Joe Bruin is super fucking sleepy. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, cool. We got Chargers tickets. That's dope.
0: Yeah. I will submit two more. I don't think a vehicle should be your mascot. I think that's extremely overrated. Like, Georgia Tech's true mascot is Buzz, who's delightful, because Buzz is uh, not human, which is pretty good for Georgia Tech's line of thinking. And also Buzz, because the
1: um, costume is super lo-fi. Like, Yeah. It's, it's got chucks. He, he wears yeah. black
0: Chuck Taylors. The com- tailors. It, the, co- the, the, the
2: compound eyes are very good as well.
0: Well, the compound eyes are good, but like Buzz, is like super lo-fi and easy and cool. Uh, but a car like the Ramblin' Wreck, I don't, yeah, I, or the Sooner Schooner, I don't really, I don't care. The, the only delight the Sooner Schooner's ever brought anyone in this world is when it falls over.
2: Now, I assume Papa John's Camaro is accepted from this.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Why? What can I say? I'm not a I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> the billionaire gets to rev his Camaro at games.
2: Oh boy! Um, all right, do we we want to keep going with questions? We got we got time, right?
0: Sure. Time it's time the off season. One, I think we have time for one more. I'm out of questions.
2: I'm gonna go with one that is a thin excuse. They, that's what we do for all these. Uh, this is from J A Clark at J A Clark underscore thirteen. How is this still a thing? Hey, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I have no idea. I was thinking about this when we did our last episode and forgot to say so. If you listen to this podcast, I legitimately don't know why. There are smarter podcasts about college football. Mm-hmm. You could be listening it's to a podcast that ain't play nobody. You could be listening to – uh Solid the better verbal. produced,
0: solid verbal. Yeah, yeah
2: you could be listening, and not even just the ones that we have some sort of stake in. You could be listening to the Audible. You could be listening to Lindsay Schnell and Andy Staple. These are all good podcasts, but you listen to this one. So, a, I don't know why. B, thank you for doing it. C, no, I really don't know why.
0: You got a clue, Jason?
1: Um, I mean. <sighs> yeah that's yeah that about sums it up. I mean, like there's something to be said for a thing that is just its own extremely unique thing. And like, you know, maybe it's this kind of thing where people approach it like, well, i I know what it is. it's it's this it's this thing that could only exist in this one specific place. Um it's not really like anything else of its genre. And again, that's that's neither good or bad. Um, but I, I guess there's just something to be said for being, Doing something unique and repeating it, I don't fucking know.
0: I got two words to explain what we do here and why we keep doing it. You ready? Muscle confusion. Muscle confusion, yeah.
1: Also, a special post-episode bonus question from Allison DeJong on Twitter. I need a Bloomin' Onion quest update, please. Oh, man.
2: All right, so... Outback reached out. Outback proper now, not just the Outback Bowl. King King Bloom and him or herself.
1: Todd they, Outback. Todd. Yeah,
0: Todd. Todd,
2: Todd Outback the third. It's a great guy. Um they've reached out to me. They said that I will be hearing from someone on their marketing team hopefully this week. I have yet it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday night. I have yet to hear anything. But I am hopeful. And I think they, I think they at least recognize that I am serious and need to be addressed in some way. I have not, uh, I have not gone so far as to suggest that um, Spencer be the coconut shrimp. There is, there is one. I will say there is one thing that's giving me a little bit of pause. Um, I won't read their whole DM to me, um, but they said. Bloom and Onion Man is on a break for now, but we are thinking about ways to build content around him for next football season. And it was the season part that sort of, I, I think I accidentally signed up for three months of Bloom and Onion Man, which again, <laughs> thank you college football for being very short.
0: I'm really yeah, worried. So, I'm really worried about developing intellectual property around the concept of Bloom and Onion Man.
1: Man, your character is gonna evolve. You're gonna go through such an arc throughout the course of the season as bloomin' onion man. You're gonna we gotta we gotta have a goal for you, man. Oh, bloomin' onion man murders Larry Culpepper.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say bloomin' onion man finds his real dad. Loaded bloomin' onion. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a drinking problem. <laughs>
1: So um, y'all, uh, hashtag frying nanny, and, and <laughs> obliterate Outback's mentions, folks. <laughs> we got we got nothing else to live for.
2: It's so confusing what? that this is actually going to work.
1: Yes, that's it. That's it. That's that's the sound of faith. That's speaking it into existence.
0: Oh man, you're gonna meet your dad. <laughs>